What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. That's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. They're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello? You play to win the game. Hello, DC Crossover followers. It is Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson for the Washington Nationals Outfield Preview 2019. Let me welcome my partner, Ben Simpson. And Ben, we've been recording a lot today uh, for all of our special edition episodes. We had Jessica Town talking about Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies. So definitely check out that interview as well. Uh, but Ben, it's been a pretty long day so far. We've got a couple more to record. But uh, last weekend, I think we'll take it over that because of the sole fact that we saw each other a little more than <laughs> that, uh, a, little, a little more than we really wanted to. And we were basically talking the entire time about sports, yeah, even I, though we love it, but we didn't get paid enough for it. I think we saw each other more than we saw our significant others last yep, weekend. I'm pretty sure we did. I think that's got to be a fact. But no, you're right. It's, and and the, here's the fun thing, though. This is the last weekend and the last show before baseball starts. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind as well. We are four days away from that. Let's get into a little outfield talk. Swing and a high fly ball out towards right center field. Way out of here. Look out. His second of the night, an absolute missile to right center field. Juan Soto. Remember the name. Now two men in scoring position for Robles here. Now the pitch swung on, hit in the air to deep left field. Ortega going back, way back in the wall, it is gone, goodbye! Bang, zoom goes Victor Robles with a three-run home run. He's four for four in the first five innings of the game. It's the Nationals nine, and the Marlins nothing. One ball, one strike, Davis sets. The kick and the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Right center field. Hap going back. Way back at the wall. He leaps and it's gone. 
one, no one could hit it out. Michael Taylor is in a grand slam here in the top of the eighth inning. And it's now the Nationals five and the Cubs nothing. Unbelievable. There he is, Charlie Slows, one of the co-voices of the Nationals on the radio. And Ben, I tell you, I think I'm more pumped up for this outfield crew than I've ever been, even including when they had Bryce Harper. Yeah, I think that's that's a fact just because of the young Young, it's just fun. It's fun with this group, and the Nats technically finished up grapefruit play uh, today, so they're actually going to be heading north. I think they, there's a couple exhibition games. I think before they officially start on Thursday, I think it's Yankees, right? Um, yeah. So, but again, everybody's healthy, which is great, and especially these young guys, Adam Eaton, Juan Soto, and Victor. Robles. These yeah. are who we're going to spotlight here on today's We had to put episode. Michael Taylor in there, too, because Michael Taylor, obviously, yeah. he's hurt right he's now. He's hurt. Uh, but we had to put Michael Taylor in our intro sure. because he did have that huge grand salami against the Chicago Cubs in the yeah. playoffs a couple of years ago. But he's one of the best defensive outfielders in the league, and having him as a backup right now is going to be nice. But hopefully Soto, Robles, and Eaton stay healthy until he – becomes you know recovered and gets back in the fold but as you mentioned victor robles center field left field ron soto right field adam eaton so let's get right into it right now and uh and talk about these three guys and then we'll possibly go into michael taylor and some other reserves sure so let's start in left field with juan soto and obviously the guy put up just an absolutely incredible season last year um at, at one of the youngest ages for that sort of season ever in Major League Baseball history, uh, putting across 22 bombs, 70 RBI, batted 292, swiped five bases on base percentage, 406, slugging 517, walked 79 times, struck out 99 times. The biggest thing to me about Juan Soto that I was impressed by, and a lot of people have said this, is, is his plate discipline. Is He had, I mean, some of the best plate di- discipline that I've seen Besides a guy like actually Bryce Harper, who, funny enough, I thought had a pretty good batter's eye at the plate. Yeah. He'd sometimes, when he get frustrated, he'd swing at anything. But Juan Soto, for a 19-year-old at the time, um, to have the sort of plate discipline that he had last year and the historical season that he had, I, I mean, will he repeat that, you know, exactly uh, next year? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think if the Nats got what they got from him last year, they would be happy. But I also think he's the type of guy that has the potential – of putting up, we're talking maybe a 30-plus bomb, 100-plus RBI-type season. Um, He could... Juan Soto, honestly, realistically, could possibly put together a better season than Bryce Harper this season. Yeah, for sure. And then you're looking at his projections right now on BaseballReference.com. I think they're kind of underselling him a little bit. Obviously, uh, what you're looking at right now is, obviously, he's 20 years old, but he has a a lot less at-bats, you would think, 382 for where he would be hitting in the order. Um, They have him 288, which I'll take that. But like you said, I think he has a lot better batter's batter's eye than uh, even Bryce Harper. Um, but looking at it, uh, he, he's he's going to get probably around 280 to, to 300. I would at least say, if not go I would a little so. above, a little maybe even a little bit above 300. But looking at it, 18 bombs he's projected, 61 RBIs, uh, which to me that's kind of low. Um, I could see him getting, like you said, uh, in the mid 20s, and then it near 80 to 85 RBIs possibly, because he's going to be possibly batting uh, up towards in the top five. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, you have Rendon probably going to be moved up to the third spot. Uh, you have Victor Robles who might be leading off, 
Adam Eaton maybe second. Um, then Trey Turner is going to be filled in there too. You never really know because now it's not like you had that bona fide number three and four guy. Um, I just hope that Ryan Zimmerman obviously goes <laughs> back to like seventh or something like yeah, that, but who yeah. knows? Uh, but right now his projection uh, is kind of on point for half and then kind of not at the same time. But uh, overall, Juan Soto, I saw his war on baseball, baseballreference.com is three, 3.0. Uh, that might even go up a little bit more this year if he has another big year because obviously last year, uh, you know, he, he came in the league and, and kind of lit it on fire and no one really knew too much about him uh, but getting on base his OBP was 406 so getting on base 40% of the time is, is pretty damn good in, uh, at, at age 19 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, age, that's the thing and, and you know a lot of times when a guy has a really great breakout uh, first season the second season they always talk about the sophomore slump pitchers have you know, have more opportunity to see the holes in their swings and things like that. The thing that plays in Juan Soto's favor is the fact that he does have really good plate discipline and a yeah. great batter's eye. And so he may not necessarily, let's say, put up the same power numbers that he did the first season, but he's not going to counteract it with over 100, you know, 150 strikeouts or something like that. Like, he's the type of guy that that will be his best friend. And that's not something that you normally see out of a 19-year-old. And it's funny because we go from Juan Soto to Victor Robles, who was, do it. you know, the guy that, you know, the, the Nats fans looked at as the next best thing was Victor Robles um, before we had even heard of Juan Soto. And Robles, unfortunately, with the injury that he suffered early in 2018, was he still was able to come up and play in 21 games, bat 288, 10 RBI, three bombs, still played well, but... This is going to be the season. I mean, he's already been said that this is the starting center fielder for the Nats this year. This is a guy that has crazy speed on the base paths, has some good pop in his bat and some power, some RBI opportunities too. I mean, we're looking at a, a pretty dangerous lineup now because yeah. I've seen some, uh, some, some numbers that say maybe they end up putting Robles down in the ninth spot and bat the pitcher eighth and let Robles followed by like yeah, I've Turner. Seen that, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, it could be like Robles Turner at the 9-1 spot. I mean, which would just be awesome. I mean, just yeah. speed-wise. But Robles is, is, is really exciting for a lot of reasons. I mean, he's a guy that has a great glove, great arm, um, and obviously the bat. The bat is there. He's not going to hit you know 30 bombs in a season, but he'll be a solid option for your center fielder he's going to be able to run on the base paths and he could be the star this year I mean we know what we're going to get hopefully get with Juan Soto Victor Robles is really really good yeah and we could suddenly have this young duo in the future for the Nats just be these two guys um, being the cornerstones of the franchise the only problem that I see with that logic where you know you have doesn't I think the Reds do it too uh, if I'm not mistaken, or someone does it where where they do that exact same kind of deal where they bat the pitcher eighth. Um, well, a lot of teams do now. Like yeah. the Cubs, it, it's a Cubs thing as well where they'll bat the pitcher eighth. And, and um, yeah, and it, I think a few National League squads have started but, to. But that's the that. thing, though. It's the only thing that I look at with that situation is the sole fact that Victor Robles will have most likely one less at bat in that situation. And he sure. might only have two, maybe three tops if they hit around a few times because of the sole fact that he hits a, at a high average. I mean, in my opinion, obviously, you know, Robles and, and Turner are kind of on the same level, but for, for the most part, I would assume Victor Robles would have the better bat than Trey Turner. Trey Turner's good, but I think Victor Robles would have uh, a, a little bit better batting average, so I would try to put him over Trey Turner in that sense, but in my opinion, you never really know. 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, until the first couple series where they start to get a feel for their lineup and, and then guys start to become more comfortable in that role. But overall, Victor Robles right now, he is projected on uh, BaseballReference.com to have a pretty decent season. Obviously, the 22-year-old, a uh, lot less plate appearances. So maybe what they're projecting is either injury or what you're talking about uh, for the uh, for maybe bat ninth as well. But eight home runs, 30 RBIs, a lot lower than I expected, 262 batting average. So uh, I, I really would like to know what their projections, how where they come from sometimes. Uh, because some of them are on point and some of them are just like way off key. key. You're just like, what? Um, but uh, maybe they think that he's still going to be in the minors. Who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, overall, Victor Robles is going to be a real big contributing factor in center field. Yeah. And then, you know, moving over to Adam Eaton, which is interesting because you've got, you know, you've got these two young guns in center and left. And now you have 30-year-old Matt or uh, Adam Eaton <laughs> um, in right field who – this is one of the first times that he's actually been able to have like a normal off season where he's not coming off of surgery. Because um, remember, this is a guy that had a full ACL tear, a meniscus tear, a high ankle sprain. You know, he's had surgeries, yeah. um, and any time that he's been able to play with the Nats, he's he's done really well. I mean, he's been um, you know in in the. You know, in the in the times where he actually gets to be part of the lineup, he's played well. I mean, last year he got 319 at bats, batted 301, 33 ribbies, nine stolen bases, slugged 411, OPS uh, 805. I mean, the the thought is with that potential lineup is you would possibly have Robles ninth, Turner first, and then Adam Eaton second. You could have three very speedy guys. Um, one after another. So I think for Adam Eaton, it's he kind of knows that, you know, he's not really going to be here for, for that many more years after his contract ends and things yeah. like that. Um, but I think there's enough opportunity with three really talented guys in the outfield where Adam Eaton can be that scrappy guy that he's known to be. I mean, that's what they call him uh, when he when he bats. Uh, I think FB Santangelo calls him Mighty Mouse, um, where he just like, I mean, he's just a small guy that is a, a great bat at the top of the lineup. He just gets on base. He's scrappy. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, um, and he's really intelligent uh, baseball player. So, I mean, having him out there with those two young guys probably plays well just because the fact he's a little bit older, he's been he's been there before, and he can kind of mentor them a little bit. Yeah, at age 30 right now in spring training, they actually, all three of them are batting over 340 in spring training. Now, obviously, it's kind of skewed because they only got about 30 or so, at 30 to 40 at-bats or so, but still, that's a pretty damn good sign uh, for uh, for three guys in the outfield hitting over 340, which is pretty damn good in my opinion. His projections right now uh, obviously are, are, are pretty good. 37 RBIs, a little low in my opinion, but the, the runs are up there. I mean, the runs are pretty good. 54 runs right now, 278 batting average. But the thing about it is the projections from what I'm seeing uh, that are pretty good at, I mean, if you can get up there and obviously get, uh, you know, a batting average above 275, we've always said that that's that's something you'll take every single day. Oh, yeah. Because sure. if you can go up there and get 275 batting average, you're not going to have a situation like a Michael Taylor possibly or Ryan Zimmerman who go down there and, and, and hit 227 or whatever, and they, they, they let you down in the back end of the order. But overall, Adam Eaton, hopefully he can stay healthy for the most part and, uh, and, and make a difference and try to help these young guns out because obviously we have a 20 and a 21-year-old pretty much right next to him uh, out there on the outfield. So hopefully, you know, him transitioning from center field to right field and, and trying to make a difference out there, I think it's going to be uh, a big helpfulness, or I, I guess you could say he's going to be a big helpful sure. contributor, I should say, uh, excuse me, uh, in the outfield and also with the bat. And then, you know, you mentioned Michael Taylor earlier. Um, again, Michael Taylor, 
has had a lot of opportunities with this team. And yeah. he's one of those guys where when you think he's going to be good, he'll be bad. And when you think he's going to be bad, he'll be good. You don't really know what you're going to get. I mean, he played really well in 2017, um, hitting 19 bombs, hitting 270. Last year, not that great of a season. And then he had the good playoff appearance as well. So, you know, I, I think it's important that this team has some depth in the outfield because you just with baseball, since the season's just so long, guys are going to get hurt. It's going to happen. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice to have Michael Taylor as an option. But at the end of the day, it feels like we've been having Michael Taylor as an option for the last <laughs> like six years. Yeah. Um, so you'll never really know. I mean, uh, he's, he's not really panning out, but. Um, no more Brian Goodwin, I don't think. I don't think he's on the team anymore. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as if you're looking at this outfield and, and where it stacks their backups baseball, right now, backups right now are Stevenson and also Harry Kendrick right yeah, now. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The backups are the backups or whatever. Exactly. And um, so if you're looking at how this team, like, stacks up in the outfield versus, like, uh, Elson baseball, I mean, you got to think this is – you know, could potentially be one of the best outfields, um, you know, especially power-wise – uh, maybe not necessarily power, but more hitting wise. Hitting wise, offensively, it's a really good outfield. Defensively, speed wise, I mean they're pretty good. I mean Soto's not the fastest guy in the world, but he can, you know, he's young enough he can yeah. carry himself in the outfield. But Robles and Eaton, that's a pretty nice combo out there. So I like it. I mean, I, I don't really. Uh, I mean, obviously Bryce Harper's not going to be out there in right field anymore. But with the speed that this team's looking to play at and get guys on bases and hopefully drive them in, I'm excited by this group. They're also looking at Michael Taylor's projections. They have him at 400 at-bats. So, honestly, going along with this, I've heard a lot of things with Michael Taylor and Victor Robles kind of split in time a little bit, obviously favoring heavily Victor Robles, maybe in like a 75-25 little split there. Sure. Uh, but uh, right now it looks like baseball, baseball reference is predicting – uh, Michael Taylor to obviously have 400 at-bats and Victor Robles a lot less than that. So I don't know if they're going to be factoring in injury or whatever it may be in that case. But overall, Michael Taylor right now uh, projected at some decent numbers. But he's always that guy that comes out there and hits 227, as I yeah. mentioned before, or something of that nature. But then all of a sudden, he has a situation where, like, like against the Cubs, where he has that grand slam or he has something uh, spectacular where you're just like, wow, this guy could actually be, like you said, a great prospect coming out. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he just kind of slows down. And then he starts striking out. And every, again, every 2017, he played really well. And that's, yeah. that's kind of saved his career was the fact For that sure. in 2017 he had a really good season. 271, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, honestly, Michael A. Taylor was probably going to be out of here if not for that season. He saved his butt, and then last year batted, what, 220 or something like that. Yeah, last and, year, uh, 220. Oh, wow, 227, exactly. Yeah. so I, I said that randomly earlier. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> so I, I don't know. We'll see. But obviously you want this this main group in there. They're, they're healthy. Robles is healthy. Eaton's healthy. Juan Soto, that guy's a tank. Um, so I, I really like the way the South field shaping up. Yeah. So overall, uh, obviously, when I, I just mentioned before, they have Stevenson uh, and also Howie Kendrick. But we're not going to get into those guys because most of the time they're not going to be in the outfield unless there's major injury. But sure. the starting lineup, Juan Soto in left field. In center field, Victor Robles in right field, Adam Eaton. And backing them all up is Mr. Michael Taylor for the Washington Nationals. Any last thoughts right now for our outfield preview here, Mr. Simpson? No, again, I think this is a really fun spot of the field with these three guys because of the young talent. And again, I'm, hopefully it is a Robles Soto outfield at least, and then we'll see kind of who takes over for Adam Eaton when he leaves. Yeah. Um, but, you know, these are 
these are two guys that are under contract for a long time here for the Nats. They're a lot of fun, and I think Nats fans are really going to really enjoy watching these two guys play this year. No doubt about it. The D.C. Crossover Special Edition Washington Nationals Outfield Preview for your right here in 2019. Mike's around Ben Simpson on the mics. Once again, coming up next, our season preview. Take a look at that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music. Our Nationals season preview projections and a quick over-under game right here on the DC Crossover. Take care, everybody. and We will be back right here on the DC Crossover. Crossover.